choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back. This thanks for asking Kells Podcast, episode 250. What up, y'all? Um, full disclosure, I'm a little sleepy today. Um, you know, fall has set in. All you, listen, all you weirdos that like fall, I don't understand. Oh, I don't, I hate summer. It's too hot. Like, who hates summer? You out, it's hot, yes. At, late at night, it's warm. You can sit outside, it's no problem. Fall is cold, and it's followed by millions of months of misery, and it gets dark early. I don't really get the, um... I don't really get y'all, y'all sound like Caucasians with that, but anyway, it is fall, and the smoke from the fires have reached the east coast, the sky is very hazy, and I think it's dropping the temperature, because, um, I don't know, it just got drastically cold, well, not cold, but, you know, whatever, um, I don't like fall, I like late spring and summer, I like when the leaves are growing back on the trees, all that could do without the allergies, and you know, I mean, yeah, it'd be hot and humid, but listen, you can always come inside, you can get in the pool, I mean, you know, in normal times, not in COVID times, fall, y'all can have that shit, um, alright, so let's get started, so, I don't really have a yours in negritude this week, so I'm just gonna jump into it, um, so the versus went down, Gladys versus Patty, um, so I liked it, it was amazing, it was great, however, however, um, you know, we've had numerous verses now, we've all watched them, we all see how they go, I have no, yeah, well, yeah, I have no idea why you would wait, and so you have two iconic legends, not just in, in, in music, but like in entertainment, right? I mean, the biggest acts ever. Why you would wait till they come on your verses, these iconic singers who've been, you know, singing since, who have Gladys Knight, who've been singing since she was four, Monica was spinning and spinning in her seat, I know it. And, um, Miss Patti LaBelle, who's been, I don't know how old she was, but like back since before my day, right? to start to, like, start cutting down track lists and hip-hop scratching and all this, what the fuck was going on? I was so annoyed, because number, and I should've knew it when it, when they, you know how, like, when the verses start, if you don't watch it, when verses start, they wait, they wait a little bit for the number to get past, the th- I don't know what the threshold is, but they wait, depending on who it is, number get past the threshold, before they'll start, before, you know, before the artists come out, and so while they was doing that, dude was like, yo, like, mixing it up like he was in the club, and I was like, what are you doing, this is Gladys Knight, why are you doing this DJ shit, like, it, it ain't Diddy and, and, and Jay-Z ain't about to come out here, like, what are you doing, so I thought that was odd, because he kept doing it, then they come out, now Gladys was fresh off of Vegas, so Gladys she came in on her bus from Vegas, she's on the show, so she already had, she just bought them her show track, 
and she had been singing them songs on Thursday, so she just played that. Patty came from her house, okay? The thing was located in Philly. Patty drove over from, from Villanova, and I'm still trying to use my sources to figure out who did the music, but I, I am 98% sure that nobody on Patty LaBelle's side cut it down. Now, I, I don't know where the idea money came from to, to switch it up. I don't know why. I don't know who would say, hey, switch it, cut this down. I, I suspect that what they gave, what they said was edited. Or, you know, put them, they said, they told them, yo, give us, you know how Babyface queued his shit up? They probably said, hey, we can queue it for you. Maybe. That's, that's what I'm suspecting. But, like, whoever was, put that music list together, clearly was not familiar with the music, clearly was very young, and clearly just did not have respect or reverence for what was going on, because why are you, these are classic songs, why are you cutting songs up, the way he, the way the songs were mixed, like, you know, she would, um, for instance, You Are My Friend, which is like, if you've not heard that song, play it, it is like, it is a killer song, and there's a, it's a, it's, the song has a lot of ups and downs, but there's a bridge that, everybody knows from this song, that everybody waits for, for this song, and when he played it, and she's singing it, she's singing the song, she was waiting for the song, because she sang it to Gladys, she's singing the song live, that's the other thing, both of them had live mics, they were trying to sing, so if you hear that the artist is singing live, turn the track down, so that we can hear them, Gladys had to sing, so they don't have to sing over the track, because Gladys was singing over her vocals, right, so she, that throws them off, because they have to listen, if th- she was doing it, but I'm saying she didn't, if you would have just turned the fucking track down, then she could have sang over it, Patty the same thing, but Patty didn't have the words, right, because like I said, she came from the crib, and you know, it was funny, because I was thinking, I was like, they don't know the words, they don't know the words, I'm like, you know what, we know the words, because these are our songs, and we play them non-stop, and we sing them so we know the words, I was like, they don't sing them songs like that, you know what I'm saying, they, they sing them for the album, they sing them when they go on tour, and when they have shows, and they pro- and they know them for that, that's why Gladys, you know, she's in Vegas, so of course she know the words, because she's singing them every night, but outside of that, they don't know them words, and I was like, because who, they pro- they don't sit home and listen to their own music, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they don't, so I was like, nah, they don't know the words, so, and my thing is, she, she, so I'm, I'm sure Patty told them ahead of time to have the words, so when the first song plays, she, they don't, you know, they don't have her words, okay, at that point, I don't know why whoever was there was not scrambling to get these words, but they never got the words, the whole time, so Patty could only sing the parts that she could remember, like, which is the chorus or the hooks or whatever words or particular song she could remember, but other than that, she wasn't able to sing because they didn't have the words. And I know that they never got them because at the end, when Dion showed up, the first thing she said when she was like, "Y'all got some words for this?" Like, <laughs> like we don't know the fuck. Like we don't have these words memorized. And it just, it was a great time. It was, it was awesome. But like y'all really ruined it. It really, you know what I'm saying? Like being unprofessional and stupid. Because, and this, and this wasn't the one to do it on, right? You have these legends in there, you don't have the words for them, all the whole show, you don't get the words together, like, it was just so sloppy, the production was so sloppy, and the music, the way he was, he was cut, you don't cut up Patti LaBelle's sound like that, it's, you're not in a club, you play the fucking song, if you want to cue it to the best part, do that, but like, he cut it off the bridge before, and, and Pat, and I know that, this is why I'm 98% sure that it wasn't anything from her side, because she was like, really? She was ready to sing it, and he cut it into 
I think it was Somebody Loves You. Those are two great songs, but like, you don't do that. You don't, that's like if, if Michael, I don't know, Michael, Aretha Franklin come in or somebody come in and, you know, they're saying, you play Ain't No Way. And they and she's singing. Aretha fucking Franklin is sitting there singing. Ain't no way. And right before they get to the chorus, you cut in another song. Like who gave? Who told you to do that? Number one, you don't got permission to do that. Cause these are legends and these are classic songs. Ain't nobody asking you to gu- gussy it up. Like you like you don't like play the song. And he just kept doing that. And then one time she was singing. Patsy was singing, and he did it again, it's like, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, who does that, who scratches a record when Patti LaBelle is singing, like, whoever was on them turntables, must have been some 19, 20 year old dumbass, and had no, and I was like, listen, get him out of the way, get somebody over there that knows what the fuck they're doing, who does this right, the reason why I wasn't fucking Gladys up, cause like I said, Gladys just gave them her track from Vegas, and said, play it, so they didn't have nothing to do with it, I got a feeling, um, Patricia gave them her music and they was like alright we gonna cut it down and that's what they decided to do and I'm like why would you do that on these two you didn't do that on Brandy and Monica they didn't do that on nobody Nobody. all the verses that we have had they do it on Babyface and Babyface is smart I, I seen Babyface played his own shit cause he was like I'll cue it up don't worry about it and that's probably maybe what they should have did with Patty and, and, and Gladys listen y'all cue it up give it to us and we'll play it because that was it was a disgrace, like, I was just, I was so very irritated, because I was like, this is so amazing, you have these two legends here, coming to do this thing, which they gracing you, I mean, look, no offense, I'm not trying to shade verses or anything, but like, when they was throwing out glass and pat, I didn't think they was gonna do that shit, I was like, they they gonna do no goddamn verses, they legend, but they did, you know what I'm saying, they came in like, oh, okay, these the young folks, they got this what we doing now, oh, they went, yeah, I'll come in, so they gracing you with their presence, they bringing, you know, they bringing themselves to your, to your, um, you know, uh, Apple or, or product or service, and that's what you do, and, and you can see it all in the chat, Monica was like, yo, get the word, it was all kind of people like, yo, what are y'all, do? I'm talking about other celebrities, what are y'all doing, like, why you play the whole song, like, you don't, you don't play snippets, and then they, um, they started, I don't know what happened, they started messing up, because you're supposed to go back and forth, back and forth, but then Gladys would get three songs in a row, then Patty got four, it was like, what is going on, what are y'all doing, how is it that you get these legends, and that, and everything is fucked up, but other than that, it was amazing, it was amazing, I'm not complaining, I'm just, I just, anybody who watched it, you understand what I'm saying, how, like, yo, that's not the time to be having these stupid ass kids, like what, like that, it was so inappropriate, like are you kidding me, so I I don't know what that was about, I don't know why, I don't know what that was about, um and why nobody stopped it, I don't know why nobody tapped whoever that was, hey bro stop all that hippity hop shit you doing bro, like this is, these are legends, play the song, play, play, play the song all the way out, you, um, Miss Gladys and Miss Patty are singing, turn that track down a little bit, so they can sing and, and hear themselves, and get Miss Patty the words, so she can really do this, I don't know why that wasn't done, through the whole uh, night, um, 
but yeah, other than that, it was amazing. I watched it on Apple TV, which tends to have a bit of a delay. But like I said, but um, what I do is I do the double screen, so I'll have um, I can pull up the Instagram every now and then to see like the check because I actually did pull it up because because I wanted to see if everybody was thinking what I was thinking, and they sure were. When I pulled up Instagram everybody was like, yo, play the song, what are you doing, why you stop, where's the words, like, how many times you gotta ask for the words, what are you doing, so I was like, okay, but other than that, it was amazing, I mean, the gifts, Patty was dancing, she kicked her shoes off, hit herself in the knee, Dion Warwick drove down in the, in the Cadillac, with her, um, you know, Winston-Salem Golds from Newark, and they did, uh, they did the, uh, Superwoman song, um, it, it was amazing. I'm gonna be real with y'all, Gladys. I told y'all when 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 I said I told y'all when it started. I was like, I know Gladys started earlier, and you know, Patty got bigger songs. I was like, but I know I'm not sleeping on Gladys' catalog. I know Gladys got some stuff, but she was like a lot before my time, and so and that's, that's it was a lot of like the Claudine stuff. I didn't. It was a few of the songs Gladys was playing that I didn't know because they was just before my time. Like so, so people said, oh, that was on the Claudine soundtrack. I was like, okay, I never actually, I know what Claudine is, but I never actually seen it, because I think that shit was on before I was born, or like right when I was born, but by the time I got old enough to watch TV, it went on. So I don't know anything about Claudine, um, but apparently some of the songs was from there, and then it was just some of that stuff with the pits. I just, I didn't, with the pips, I just didn't know. I knew Gladys' big songs, you know, the soundtracks, that she did Midnight Train in Georgia twice, everybody know that. But every song Patty played, I knew. It wasn't no song Patty played that I didn't know. Because, I, like I said, she got the bigger songs. But, you know, they had her music fucked up. So, it just made me mad because if you weren't really familiar with Patty LaBelle, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have understood, you wouldn't have got a full appreciation for her catalog with what they was doing with it, right? Because they was cutting a lot of songs off before it got to the part that made the song dope. Like, wait a minute. It's like, I'm trying to think of, a, of an example. It's like, if you play fucking, if you would play like Whitney Houston, like I will always love you. If you would play it before she get to the, you know, where the beat changes and she does the note, like if you would cut it off at like the intro part, people might be like, well, uh, okay, they you won't get, you wouldn't, you would miss what the big deal of the song was, right? If you play, goddamn, <clears throat> excuse me, if you played like Beyonce, um love on top before she hits the first bridge baby it's you if you cut it before that point like what are you doing so I was just annoyed they was playing that shit like a DJ set at the club with Patti LaBelle like are you for real and I know she from Philly I, I was like maybe they feel like oh she from Philly you know we Philly let me fill it up no no little boy you don't do that on her you when Beans and them come in there you can do that with them or maybe when um I, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say Jill Scott in them. It should have been how Jill, you see how Jill was playing her music and she had a cute, that's how you do it. That's how you do that music. You don't do all that shit. I was so annoyed. I was so annoyed. All right, let me move off it. But that, that's, that's how annoyed I was and I'm still talking about it. All right, um, what's next? Uh, I already said people like, well, shot, oh, okay, so, never mind, I do have a, um, yours in negritude, it's going out to Naomi Osaka, number one for winning the, um, US Open, but mainly for, um, so, during the US Open, she was wearing her COVID mask with the names of, like, the, um, black people killed by state violence at the hands of the police, right, and I thought that was awesome, um, because, 
Naomi, I'm not gonna say I'm a big fan of Naomi Osaka. I have I, I haven't decided. I mean, I like the girl, but I don't know. I haven't decided. There's a lot of new black tennis girls coming up, and I haven't really, you know, and Serena's still playing also. So I haven't really decided who I'm a bigger bigger fan of yet. I haven't really decided, you know, who I'm gonna like the most. Like when Venus and Serena was out, I've said it before. I understand Serena is, you know, the goat, but I, I was more of a fan of Venus um, because I'm I'm uh, closer to Venus's age. I remember when Venus came in, you know, before Serena came, when Venus came in, was beating everybody. I'm just more. I just I've, I started out a fan of Venus and was always a fan of Venus, right? And Serena came a little later. Um, so I'm trying to figure out which one of them I'm just, it's not that they're all great but like Venus and Serena had those you know Serena has that personality I'm, I'm, you know I tend to I was an athlete that like you know I like, I like athletes with swagger I like athletes that, that you know I don't you know that, that are athletes that I like athletes with character I like, the, I like the OBJs I like the Terrell Owens I like you know the, the, the um, LeBron Jameses I like the, I like athletes that have swagger right and so now I'm trying to I don't these new ones they're great but they're all kind of corporate and they're all just kind of not too many of them have super great personality they're all just happy to be there and I don't mean that in a bad way I mean they, of course they, they ferocious athletes they are, but I mean their demeanor it's just like oh you know that humble shit I know a lot of fucking people like that shit and athlete, I don't I don't like that shit, you a fucking athlete, I'm the best in the fucking world I'm, I'm sorry that you know, you don't like it Paul down in the county, that I have swagger, I don't know what to tell you, fuck you so I, you know, none of them really call out to me like that yet, but I, I like that, um I like that Naomi did that because I see, you know, since she came in, you know, they've been trying to listen. Venus and Serena gave them motherfucking white people the blues from the time they start step into tennis and they've been, you know, Chris Everett can't stand them. It's like, it's just always this little underhanded shit, just basically anti black shit dressed up as every fucking thing else. First it was the beads, then it was the grunts, then it was the tennis. Every, every little thing, I have a problem with everything they do because they black, right? And they beat everybody. So they kind of been paint, trying to paint Naomi Osaka because she is quiet and she's, you know, not, you know, as braggadocious, I guess, as Serena can be. I don't think Serena's braggadocious. I think Serena's just Serena from, you know, Compton. But um, they've been trying to kind of paint her in the Tiger Woods mold. You know how white people do. They like those, you know, black humble athletes. Like I said, I call them glad to be theirs. Um so I like that she did that, cause she came out like, hey, don't get it fucked up, cause they keep calling her Japanese, she's not fucking Japanese, I'm hope she was born in Japan, I think, her mom is Japanese, her dad is Haitian, she's dark-skinned, she's a black girl, and she was raised in Florida, so white pe- I don't know why they, they keep trying to call her Japanese, Chris Everett, keep, every time she come in contact with she bows, like, girl, she's from Florida, anyway, um, so, I liked that, I liked that she did that, like, look, don't get it messed up, just, I'm, I'm, just because I don't talk a lot, I'm not, I'm not your Negro, yes, I'm gonna wear these masks, because I'm gonna, you know, I, I, we're gonna keep, we're keeping the foot, foot on y'all next, and I especially like, when she won, um, this reporter asked her a question, you know how white people come to you brain in hand, so, you know, uh, you have the, the names of the, of, I forgot what he said, what, what, what message are you trying to send with that? And that's what white people do. They want us to do all the work. They want us to, you know, give them the whole fucking 400 years on, on, on 
racism in a five minute clip and she was like well actually the question is what did you get from it and that was awesome that's what you do that's how you reflect back on them like you don't you you know what the message was like I'm, these people were killed by the police people been out marching all summer we know this so why are you asking me this question like the, the, she was like I, the point is to get people talking the point is to get y'all understanding what is going on and we're not going nowhere and I just thought that was great it was great I just like the way she did that more people need to start doing that because that is what they do they come to us and unfortunately we have so many people whose um, main goal is to be on TV and they want to be the voice and they want to be the go to and somebody said something or did somebody say I read something yeah I read something today it was an article with Beth Ann Hardison in the paper she said something that was very great and it's been what I've been trying to say and I, and I can't believe how easy she expressed it, and I was like, damn, I've been struggling to say what I mean, and she said that shit so easy they asked her, was she an activist, and she was like, no, I'm not an activist I'm an advocate, those are not the same things, and I'm like, yes, that's the fuck I've been trying to say forever, like that she said it so easy, and yes that's what I, when I've been talking about these celebrities and all these people trying to get on you, I'm an activist you're not an activist, you're an advocate you're a voice, you're advocating for a viewer, you're advocating for some change, or you're advocating for some I don't know, whatever, topic to be discussed more, whatever, but you're not an activist, an activist is out there every day, working and pushing to, you know, have laws change, like, this is their full-time job, right, and they're not celebrities, and they're not, you know, artists and all this other shit, although some may be, but you know what I'm saying, like, and, and, and they, they're really doing work, they're really putting their feet on the ground, they're the people you never heard of, they're the ones that do the, you know, the breakfast program, whatever the fuck else, those are the activists, the rest of y'all are just advocates, and I was so glad she said that, cause it, she was like, no, I advocate for black, it was, it was Beth Ann Hart, she was like, I advocate for black models, but I'm not an activist, you know, Martin Luther King was an activist, Malcolm X was an activist, these guys went all around the world, you know, doing, setting up organizations and, and stuff like that, like that, those are activists, and I was like, thank God, that's what I've been trying to say, and so you get so many, and all the, everybody now wants to get on TV, and so you know, they will explain ad nauseum, you know, for white people, you know, because they're, so, they're so focused on the white gaze, and explaining to white people, and talking to white people, and having white people smile at them, and it's like, no, we're not doing that, I just loved the way, she just flipped in, it wasn't, it was just so smooth, she was like, well, what did you, the question is, what did you get from it, because we know, everybody knows what I'm saying, like, what I'm saying is clear, what I'm saying is when I have the names of people who've been killed by police, unjustly and illegally, on, on my mask, so, like, what, what do you mean, what, what a message am I trying to send, what, what do you think I'm trying to say, you know what I'm saying, and I just loved it, shout out to her, yours and negritude, alright, moving on, um, so, I'm gonna give y'all, uh, which one do I wanna do first, actually, let me do a quickie real quick, um, Rihanna, stop playing around on scooters, you done fell off the scooter, uh, bruised your whole face, now we, there's pictures coming out, um, I think, I think it was decided as for her upcoming Fenty fashion show, the next one, everybody's like, oh, it's for the album, I don't, I don't think that album is coming out until the um, documentary come out, where she said it's gonna be um, summer 2021, I imagine that when, it, that's when it will come out, and I, and like I said before, I imagine that was done, because that's when most of the, um, experts say we'll probably be free of COVID and be able to get back to whatever the new normal is going to be and so that's probably why she's pushed it back because like I said I really don't see her dropping the album and trying to promote it in COVID I just don't see it um 
and why would she, right? So the the doc is coming out um, next summer, and I and I and if there if she decides to drop the album, I think that'll probably be when she drops it also. So this um, filming she's doing is for the Fenty um, fashion show, which will also be on Prime. Not really sure when, probably sometime soon. Um, because those pictures were from a couple weeks ago, but anyway, glad to see her back, um, you know, listen, she keeps dropping lip gloss and, and skincare and the, the lingerie line, that's fine mama, build your empire, you know, but I'ma just be waiting for the doc, I'ma watch a fashion show, cause the fashion shows actually be dope, uh, but I'ma wait for the doc and the album, cause I'm tired of watching you do everything but music, and, and I miss you, alright, now, um, the last thing I wanted to say, and I probably should have told y'all before this started that this is going to be a short episode, but I told y'all I was tired, so I feel like it's the same thing. Um, and there just ain't a lot to talk about. COVID has slowed so many things down, and I'm not, like I told y'all, going to be on here ranting and raving about the goddamn president all the time. I'm just sick of him. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everything. I'm just ready to vote. And it's to the point now, I mean, I don't mean to say this because it's actually probably sound kind of dumb, but I really kind of hope he brings smoke when he loses, so that you have a reason to bash his ass and drag his ass out there and really, like, I'm, I mean, I don't hope for it, because that'll be terrible, but it, I'm just saying it might have to happen. It might just have to happen, because um, these motherfuckers are out of control, and we really, you know, it's too many times that people do shit like this in, in our history and there's been no consequences they're able to walk away unharmed like in the civil end of the civil war and the reconstruction and the civil rights you know it's 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 too much too many times and i think that um we need to put the hammer down and we need to and we need to make it known that don't ever do this shit again um because this is what's going to happen to you and if we got to lay them out in the streets for the buzzards then that's what we got to do um, yeah, so, you know, it's, 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 I, I'm not gonna constantly talk about that, I don't, I don't watch it, I don't read it, uh, frankly, people that are always harping on the news, and oh my god, the, the, the irritate me, cause it's like, okay, girl, everything is, every time, every, it's a thing every five minutes, every two minutes, every 30 seconds, it's a thing, like, I don't know what you want me to do, we've done all we can do, all I can do is get them to go vote for who I'm gonna vote for, I'm giving the money to, uh, you know, Kamala and Joe, you know, as much as they ask for it that I can, you know, I, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not watching the goddamn press conferences, I'm not reading the articles, like, I'm doing, excuse me, I'm doing everything that I possibly can, so I really, you know, I, I really don't need you in my ear every day with the next, the latest terrible thing, because there's really nothing I can do about it, but stress, or, you know, get upset, or get, you know, my cortisol and high blood pressure levels up, and I refuse, so I refuse to put any more fat on my belly for anything that's not um, paying me, or feeding me, or moving me forward. Um, yes, so, Andrew Gilliam, um, so we know a while back, Andrew Gilliam got caught in, in a, uh, hotel room with some white gays, passed out with meth, and what I, and, you know, looking like some sexual activities, orgies, rather, have been going on, um, and, you know, just cock out, knocked out, terrible, terrible, like, I mean, when you talk, when you, when that saying got caught ass out, that had a picture, it would have been that picture of him on the floor, done, fleet water splashed on the, just whole dick out, just terrible, 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 terrible. 
and um, I still to this day think that that was done to um, help them steal Florida because I think that uh, I think that they stole I think that they prop listen they're stealing of the votes they did the same thing in Georgia they steal the votes they throw people's votes out they steal the election but I think they probably did that to him just to have some insurances right that he wouldn't win um but anyway he's so since then he's going to rehab and now he's come out as bisexual now, a lot of people have had a lot of things to say about this um I don't really I listen people can identify however they want to identify apparently his wife knew I don't really care the whole thing about his wife knowing prior whether she approved like that's not that's not the thing for me you know he says he's bisexual fine all I'm going to this is all I'm going to say and this you know hope nobody don't get upset with me but the gays y'all going to feel me when I say this people can identify how they want to identify and people are bisexual absolutely but that scene that Andrew Gilliam was caught up in in a hotel room in South Florida with a bunch of white queens with meth everywhere and leather and whatever else they was doing up in there nothing about that to me says bisexual that is a 100% gay male activity um maybe I'm wrong y'all can let me know but nothing that nothing about that to me said bisexual that to me says a homosexual male not not maybe if not in the closet not out or not out publicly as far as his office is concerned, right? Because we kept saying, why Why would you be so careless? Like, and that, like when it happened, that's not something you stumble into, right? You don't stumble into a hotel room full of white uh, gays and crystal meth. Like, that's something that you do, and I believe that that's how he got caught because, you know, people was like, oh, they set him up. I'm like, they may have set him up to be caught doing something that they, that he was predisposed to do that they know or got word of or got wind that he does, but ain't nobody can set you up, you know, just you walk in the hotel room and they knock you over the head and put some crystal meth in you, you know, on your, on your nuts. That's no. So he says he's bisexual. I'm not arguing with the man. I'm just saying that didn't give me bisexual. That gave me homosexual. And when he went to rehab and he said he had a drug, and it gave me serious drug problem, right? Because here's the thing. You're saying you're bisexual, fine. You're saying that your wife knew, fine. So that, what that, assuming you're telling the truth, which I, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that he's not. That means that, you know, the usual things that drive people to drugs, that drive people to do that kind of, of behavior, whether it be in DL or being secret, was not a factor. So you just, what I'm trying to say is you, you coming out as bisexual don't really explain that, bro. Because, listen, people are bisexual, people are gay, we all know that. And I wonder, honestly, my thing is, I wonder if just coming out as bisexual from the beginning would have hurt you as much as that would my opinion is that perhaps he would have still lost I don't know but and I'm not going to say he can't make a comeback because in the age of Trump who knows he's black so it's a little different but I my money I would put on my money is that that being that picture and being found in that situation in that hotel room is way more damaging and disqualifying to your your, whatever you want to do in the future campaigns or whatever the case than if you had just campaigned as a bisexual man, because Pete Buttigieg was gay, and I mean, he wasn't never gonna win the, the, the um, nomination, but he ran for president, right? So, I don't, I'm, I don't, you Florida, man, nigga, people is crazy in Florida, all kind of crazy shit going down there, I don't know if being a bisexual would have automatically, um, you know, 
meant that you were gonna lose. So I don't really. I listen. Just me myself. I feel like that story is. I'm not saying he's not telling the truth. I'm saying it's a lot of things not being said there because that to me, you have a serious drug problem. You have a serious alcohol problem, which a lot of gay men and the white gay scene, not the black gay, the black gay scene too, but we all know the white gay scene, that, that meth, that's white people draw. I don't know too many people, I know white, black people do coke, black people do heroin, of course, I don't know too many black people to do meth, that meth is some other shit, that's a white person's drug, okay, and the white gays, they love doing that shit, and having orgies, and them motherfuckers don't have nothing to lose, so, you know, and they'll set your black ass up, look, we all, look at, listen, the gays, we all know how it goes, that's why when he got caught, everybody was like, dog, you are being super, super careless here, why are you in a, these queens, of course they took your picture, of course they did, because that's what they do, right, like, the people who, gays who uh, uh, participate in that kind of shit, and I'm not judging or, 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 you know, have your orgies and all that, I'm not, it's not even, it's like, it's not even that, like, that's the thing, like, the thing about it being, him being gay, or him being, or, that's not what it is, it's that, it's, it's the, it's the fucking drugs, and the, the crystal, and how, and just, dog, you was doing bad, and I don't think that has anything to do with you being bisexual, like, it just doesn't, there's no connection there, unless, you know, you're saying that your addiction, and you was, you know, like, we all know, you were shamed, you, you know, you, you, you couldn't live your real life, all the shit that comes along with that, but the, that's, I don't know, bro, it's, it's, it's something that's not turning all the way over for me with that, um, I don't really care about you being bisexual, um, if you are, I question if you are um, really bisexual or if you're just a homosexual man and thought that that wasn't black man and you thought that that wasn't gonna cut it so you had to go get a wife and, and do that fairy tale marriage so that you, you know, and y'all made a deal so that you could run for the governor, you know of, of, of Florida and you know y'all's gonna be partners and you know she was gonna be your beard that's, that's what it's giving me I, I'm, that's what it's giving me if, if, if it's what you say, and you are bisexual, she knew it, that's fine too, I mean, listen, that's like the least shocking part of the story to me, to be honest, like, people be bisexual, people be gay, it just is what it is, I really don't care about that, I just, I just, it's not turning over for me, and this announcement that, okay, I'm coming out as bisexual, first of all, you're not really coming out as bisexual, you were, you were, you were caught slipping, and for all the people who making a big deal, and some of y'all gays do this every time, and I think it's stupid, and and don't understand it every time, because again, there's a difference between privacy and and secrets, right, and y'all try to put privacy on a lot of things, like if you want to be, first of all, if you're running for the governor, you're making yourself a public figure, so yes, the things that you do in your life, they are no longer private, okay, um, it's just, it's just what it is, I mean, people, these people who think that what people do in their private lives has nothing to do with that, that's nonsense, and those are usually people who do this kind of fuckery, and that's how you get, you know, Trump as president, because people think that the things that people do, and the fact that somebody in their private business rips off all their contractors and doesn't pay their contractors back, or somebody's father in their private business, who was so fucking racist, he got sued and lost for keeping black people out, somehow they think that's not connected to 
how that person will function in public office just doesn't make any sense to me and it's always sound crazy so when people say things like that it's none of our business no it is our business number one because you got caught so it's become our business number two you're running for public office you decide you didn't decide to walk away into the sunset you because I fully expected to never hear from Andrew Gilliam again I thought he was going to go to his you know rehab and I wished him the best and he was going to get better he was going to go take a private sector job somewhere and he was going to just be one of them other names like um John Edwards right just never was but you've decided to return back clearly you're trying to make a comeback which fine again I don't even fuck about you being bisexual and I hope you know I but it seems to me like you have a drug problem and ho- hopefully the rehab has done it but um you know I don't know cause people like again you got you on drugs drugs or you on meth and you know normal drug problem cocaine okay yeah I went I rehab from cocaine but that that's something else but hey you know I don't know but the story not turned on all the way over for me but um you didn't come out as he didn't come out as bisexual he he got got caught doing drugs and having an orgy in a hotel room and he was forced to address it and he and and I mean what you gonna say you have to admit that you were in the hotel room doing drugs while married with children so I mean to me the only thing you can say is you're bisexual now, I'm not saying he's lying but I'm saying like that's because if you don't say that you're bisexual if y'all, this is what I'm trying to say if y'all remember, the gov- remember that governor of New Jersey that ended up having to resign because it turns out that he was gay it was messing around, he, it was the same exact thing I forgot how he got caught but he got caught and he was married and he was a very popular governor, I can't remember his name actually let me look him up, this was a big big story it actually was the first of his kind and I want to get it right because he was very very popular, let me see um Gay New Jersey governor resigns. This was not too long ago. I think I might have been in law school when this happened. Jim McGreevy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, no, I was wrong. It was in 20, it was 2004. Okay, so it was a while ago. He was a very popular um, governor of New Jersey, a Democrat. And he, you know, just a rising star, Cory Booker type dude. You know, everybody liked him. He's, he was you know, good, he had a wife and all of that, he got caught, again, I can't remember how he got caught, but he got caught, um, with a boyfriend and all of that, and when it first broke, it was, oh, well, he's bisexual, I'm bisexual, and my wife, it was the exact same thing, his wife knew, his wife came out, this was big news, because I'm saying this motherfucker was, you know, this is 04, this motherfucker was very well known, I'm bisexual, and that was the story they went with, but then stuff kept being revealed, I think he had an apartment with the dude, the dude was a gay, okay, he had married the, the lady again, she was hurt his beard, they had an agreement, you know, you gonna be my wife for such and such purposes, blah blah blah, I think they even found out she actually had a boyfriend, it was a whole mess and anyway, the story, it started out the exact same way, he came out with the bisexual thing it wasn't no drugs involved, although, but it was something like, I think the boyfriend might have been stealing some, or maybe he was giving the boy something occurred, it wasn't drugs though, but something occurred, and it got exposed and it was the exact same playbook and I feel like this is the same thing we're getting from Andrew with the unbisexual and I just, I don't know I don't know, so we're gonna keep an eye on it, but um it just wasn't turning over for me it didn't, those two things don't make sense, like the, the, you being found drugged out like that in a hotel room in a, in a sex orgy with Tina, which is the nickname for Crystal Meth ain't syncing up with you sitting here with your wife talking about, oh, I'm bisexual when she knows it. Uh, okay, but what did that got to do with that old thing over there? Because you was on drugs, nigga. It ain't like you got caught 
again, like out on a date with a man or something like that, you was on drugs. So I'm not really getting a connection there. So we'll see. But all y'all talking about, oh, it's not our, it is our business because he's made it our business and he could have took it and walked away. We never would have heard from him again and we would have never knew any of this other than what we already knew, but he's back now and he wants us to know he's bisexual. And so if you want to call it a coming out fine, I don't really think, you know, I think that's kind of a cop out. I don't, I think had that not happened, we wouldn't have heard nothing about it or him being bisexual. And so to me, you know, I just, I don't believe it, y'all. I mean, everybody's coming out, everybody's waving the flag. Again, Pete Boudiag ran for president. Like, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not the, um, and I understand he's from the South, I understand he's from Florida, but it's not the fucking, you know, dagger to your career now to actually identify as LGBTQI elemental P, right? It's not. So, I just feel like if you were bisexual, we would have heard about it before you got found in a gay orgy on the floor fell the fuck out off of meth, that's all I'm saying, I like the guy though, I wish him the best you know, I just, I just don't know if I mean, you know, look, we, I don't know, I just, I just don't know if you're gonna be able to, It's look, it's a lot of young people out there, if we, we get Trump out of here, we're gonna be trying to do a lot of things and I just don't know if there's gonna be room for that you know what I'm saying, I just feel like they'll just like, yo, bro, we, you know, God bless you, we appreciate it, but we, you know, we just, we got just too many other people that ain't got this kind of shit going on, and we really trying to move away from that, like, we dropped the bar so low with this Trump guy, and we really gotta put things back into, you know, into shape, and we just can't, you know, we just can't with this right now, I'm so sorry, your timing is horrible, and, and, you know, it ain't got nothing to do, actually, with you being LGBT, it's just like, you know, this is a lot of explaining and it's making shit harder than it needs to be and we done already came off with all this bullshit and we just can't have it maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's how, that's what I think is, is gonna go down, but hey, it's Florida we know how they are down there they may very well, you know bring him right back to governorship and if they do, fine, look, if the people of Florida don't care about him being fill out with some some um meth on the floor and bisexual and elect him governor cool, or what, was it governor he's running for? yeah, governor, cool, I just don't know if he's gonna be a national star you know what I'm saying, like, I don't know if he's gonna go past that, like, I don't know if he's gonna get to you know, the Senator Cory Booker the Kamala Harris level you know, I, I could be wrong um but, you know, I, I wish him the best, I don't wish him no ill will, I'm, I'm glad actually, I hope I hope, I hope it works out for him, is what I'm trying to say I hope it works out for him, you know I'm sure he'll be fine, like I said even even before he came out, I was like, oh, he'll just go work for some, you know, he'll go make, he'll be fine he'll make money, he just won't be able, you know to be in the public spotlight, but, you know I hope it works out for him, because I mean, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, so like he maybe makes bad decisions, bad choices, that was definitely one, but I'm just saying, you gotta be high flying and reckless for a long time, and have been comfortable being high flying reckless to get caught like that, that's all that's all I'm saying, particularly running for governor like, like you, you gotta know that all eyes are gonna be on you, right, so like, what are you doing that's why, something about that story not, not turning over, um alright, and so finally um Lovecraft Country, again this week, they went way back to the gore and to the horror this week um, and it was a once again, a great episode. This one focused on Ruby, who took a magic the um magic spell to allow her to be white for um whenever she wanted to. I forgot how long it. I think it lasts like a few hours, a day or two. I know you. It doesn't last always. Like you got to you got to keep taking the potion or 
or you won't be white, and the way, I don't want to give it away, but the way they did it, it's not like TV where, you know, they just, I mean, they did substitute in a white lady, but the way the spell worked, I'll just say, the way the magic worked, it was kind of dope, it was gross, and, and, and like scary, but it was also kind of dope, very, like the mad, like, I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of fly, like how they do it, right? Um, and so it just shows, like, there's the one scene I like where, again, like I said, it's the magic with the race theme, race themes running under it. And there's the one scene, so when she wakes up, she's white, and she's, like, scared to death, because, <laughs> woke up white, Lord, I'd probably go to the upper room, too. And she runs outside, and she's scared to death, but, you know, she's in the black neighborhood, she's run this white lady running around, and she's like, help, help, so the cops pull up, and she just gets up against the wall with everybody else, because the cops pull up, and she thinks she in trouble, she's gonna be arrested, because she don't realize, you know, she, she's still in, in her mindset, and they show how the cop, like, some little boy asked her, was she alright, and little boy literally was just asking her, was she alright, nobody was doing nothing to her, um, black people, y'all familiar with the scene, the white lady, the haggard white lady out in the black neighborhood, nobody was doing anything to her, and the cop starts beating the boy down, and she's up against the wall with her hands up like everybody else, and then she realizes, oh shit, I'm a white lady, so then she's like, oh no, officer hasn't done anything, so, the scene was really just great, because it just really shows, you know, how whiteness works, and how white people pretend like they don't know how it works, but it does, and so the story moves on, it's like, if you saw it last week, she wanted to apply in Marshall Fields, but then she realized she couldn't, because they had already hired a black girl, and they was like, oh, they're not gonna have two black girls up in this bitch, right, it's, it's, it's funny how shit said in 1955 is just so close to how it is today, yeah, white people just continue to act so confused, like they don't know what's going on, it's like, it's, it's, it's funny, um, but anyway, um, and then Montrose, who is Tick's father, Michael K. Williams, I said Hamilton last week, I refuse to look it up, Michael K. Williams, hey, I got two out of three of it right, um, is a, is, is a gay man, which, you know, I wasn't on my bingo board, but, I, you know, I, it was kind of cool, I guess, I, I don't know, but, uh, you have to, I don't know, you have to watch it, I, I had joked that the queer agenda is getting out of hand, it is a lot, listen, it's a lot of gay storylines, but I get it, I understand that people be gay, and back then, I mean, now, still kind of, but back then, you know, you you couldn't be out as gay, period, first of all, it's illegal, it was considered, um, vice, right, um, which is kind of how Stonewall got started, but, and particularly as black, and it's a black man, no way, so they show him as being gay, which was alluded to last week, but I didn't think they was gonna run with it last week, I was like, oh, they ain't, you know, whatever, but they actually are, um, and it's very interesting how the story's gonna go, cause Tick found out, I think, and it's just, it was unexpected, it was really unexpected, but Michael K. Um, Williams has played gay because Omar was a gay character, so, not like he hasn't done it before, but I just thought it was interesting, I was like, oh, okay, that's, would not have guessed that, um, yeah, so, look, it's a great show, um, I know some people find it scary, I, I, you know, I don't find it too scary, I, I think it's great, I think it's amazing, um, I think the themes that run through it are great, I think the, um, story is great, I think the acting is great, um, and I just, every week they just outdo 
they, every week they surprise you, like, every week is something new, it's like, that's why I like the show, because it's like, oh, what they gonna do this week, like, what's gonna be the thing this week, right, and that's kind of why I like it, that it's each story, each week is a different story, but it still follows the same character, that's cool, because they, they weave the magic and the race in through these different stories, and it's just interesting, every week I look and I wanna see what's gonna be next, you know, okay, what's, what's, what's it gonna be this week, alright, what's it gonna be the next week, alright, like, so far, we've had Tick Story, then we had, uh, Tick, first, first episode was Tick and, and Uncle George, then we had Letty's episode with the house, now we have Ruby's episode this week, no, then we had all of, like, um, Montrose and, and Tick and Ruby's story with the, um, treasure hunt, with the two spirits, which, another thing, I, un- man, listen, people had issues with the two spirits thing, and I'm just like, can y'all just, I'm so tired of this thing where every, everything has to be offensive, everything has to be a thing, and I'm not saying that in like a, in like a Dave Chappelle way, but I'm saying it like a, it's TV, man, it's entertainment, people are giving you content how they want to give it to you, and the story, it doesn't all, everything doesn't have to be told exactly the way you want to tell it, it doesn't have to be, not be offensive to you, it doesn't have to not hurt your feelings, it doesn't have to be delivered to you exactly how you want it, in the very little PC, direct for you, way that you want it, and if not, it's going to be a complaint, and it's going to be a critique, and it's going to be a think piece, I'm sick of that I am sick of that watch the piece and enjoy it or don't, the two spirits character was in there because it's written into the story I don't think it ever was meant to be any more than look we're trying to be inclusive or we're trying to show, well actually what I think it was, I don't even think it's about inclusivity so much, as I think it's about them trying to say hey these people have always been here, we've always had gay people, we've always had all the way back to the beginning of time, you motherfuckers acting like this is some new shit, and nobody's ever done this before, and everybody is not that, it's always been these things, you just didn't talk about it, or you suppressed it, or you pretended like it, but it's always been this thing, and that was what I thought the whole point of that was, because she was an indigenous woman, um, thousands of years old, who was trapped on a ship, and she was a two-spirit, and I think they were just trying to show, hey, this nonsense y'all talk about where the white man created homosexuality and it wasn't all this other stuff that's not actually true these people have always been here and here's one and that's it, everything is not about I don't think everything is about inclusion and I don't think everything is about um, trying to set an agenda, I think that people are just creating art and giving you different viewpoints and it doesn't have to be the one that you agree with and it doesn't have to be the one that you like and it doesn't have to be the one that's even attuned with facts, like people are telling stories they're creating, they're, they're using magic and they're, and they're you know, riffing off of whatever they want and they're influenced and it's just okay, like can you just watch it and either like it or don't like it, I'm so tired of these fucking art history 101 dissections like you like retired just watch the thing like you're not in a college course everything don't have to be a battle everything don't have to be a fight yes there is a time to critique art and but it's not all the time 
and understand that there, you know, that's a place where people who want to critique art, they can go together and gather and do that shit. We ain't looking for that on HBO. We trying to watch some fly dope shit with some magic and some black people acting their fucking asses off and what's gonna happen next and what they gonna pop up next. It's it's an adventure story. And so they have all kind of characters. Y'all don't do this to white movies like Indiana Jones, they have all kind of characters. It, that's what it is. It's like, it's a, it's a different chapter where different things are gonna pop up different characters are gonna pop up, maybe some will come back around, there's a reason that she, that he cut that two spirits throat and we're gonna find out later, cause Montrose knows some shit, so how about just go with that, like it's not oh, they killed her all, it's probably a reason that, that they did that if you would just follow the story and just work with what the creator, creator has done, you might figure it out like, I don't think everything is this big statement I don't think everything has to be this big some shows are for that some shows are strictly for representation Pose, Pose is a show that's about representation, hey, we are representing the late 90's ball, gay ball scene in New York City, which which um, just a, a great documentary was made about which, which spurred a lot of, of the culture moving forward, that's a representation that's, okay, that's something that is new, we're putting these characters on the scene for the first time and we are representing them and we're trying to do it um, correctly okay, that's different than a lot of other things that y'all try to nitpick and, and, and criticize like it's supposed to be representative it's not, it's not, it's just a story and it's a creative choice that somebody made and you don't have to agree with it but like that don't mean that it needs a think piece or it needs critical analysis it's just like oh, you know I see movies sometimes and I'll be like what did they do that for, what that character in it for, oh, alright, and now I just might be like yeah, I don't like it you know, I ain't like it, I, I ain't get it I ain't understand what the, what this guy was for you know, blah blah blah, I ain't get the point they they brought him in, but they ain't really had no plot for it so we don't really understand, like for instance in P-Valley, I don't you know, I don't understand um the white husband I get, I mean, I get what they trying to do with it, and we'll see but I don't, I don't understand why he had to be white you know, he could have just been anybody, but that's the creator wanted to make him a white man cause she had something to say about the white man, and that's fine like, I'm not gonna write a think piece about how why it's a black show, and black actors don't get no time to act, and you got all these spots, and you gonna take this one, and you gonna make it a white man, that could have been a black actor, we don't have no black, and that's what I'm talking about, shut the fuck up shut up, her story involves a interracial couple, a white man, that's her story, you want, you want to watch another story, watch another story ugh, anyway I didn't mean to go on that, but y'all so fucking irritating with that shit, and I'm, it's like everything, like some things, yes, some things you, if something is like blading, if some, it's a difference between something that is offending you and something that is, that is offensive as a whole, that's a difference, okay, just because something offends me, just because I don't like something personally, it doesn't mean that, you know, it's offensive to everybody, or it needs to be this, it's a whole, a fucking cultural thing that needs to be discussed, cause you don't like a particular thing doesn't meet your criteria, who gives a fuck um, you know, that cross isn't burning hot enough for me, I'm sorry when they burn crosses, the flames be all the way to the sky, why you got your flames shooting out, that's some bullshit, this is what I'm talking about, those flames are not representative of the burning cross, but shut the fuck up, shut up stand, shut up 
Alright, anyway, I ain't mean, I ain't mean, I said I wasn't gonna end, cause I ended on, like, kind of a rant last week, and I was trying not to, but, like, yo, it's getting dark early now, it's getting cold, like, people's nerves gonna get thin and bad, and it's just gonna be, y'all just really gonna be doing, we all gonna be in the house, you know, I mean, we've been in the house, we gonna really be in the house, you know, and, and people trying to, like, just get through and get some entertainment and, 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 and watch some stuff and be happy, and we just tired of y'all, shut the fuck up, say that shit when we go back outside so we can get up and leave the table if we need to alright y'all um, I don't have no Genghis kicks I got, I'm gonna t- I got this new app but I wanna see how it goes first before I tell y'all about it, cause I have to really figure out it's, it's a, um it's a, um, new subscription service that's, that's supposed to like, help people who really like sneakers and tired of getting beat by bots and so, but I wanna, I'm, I'm the, I gotta figure out how it works and if I like it and if it actually works, and then I'll tell y'all about it, um maybe, <laughs> um, alright y'all, this is, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for asking, like me, rate me, uh, tell a friend, I'm on, all, every places where podcasts are available, except for Tidal, I'm on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, and all that, and you can follow me on Instagram at Genghis Kells, um, it's spelled, like regular G E N G H I S K E L L Z on Instagram. I don't. I got way more Twitter files on Instagram. I don't know if y'all trying to tell me I'm ugly or what, but it's starting to hurt my feelings. So can y'all please follow me on Instagram? Um, yeah, and that's it. See y'all next week. Peace.